Today at the SDGI, Neil Jordan presents a preview of his new television series, The Borges. You're one of a, a number of very eminent directors who have chosen to, to tell a story in television. Yeah. Uh, and I was just wondering how that was for you. You know, you're talking about the, the technical differences between what you're used to and, uh, and working in digital. And I'm wondering, as a storyteller, uh, were there different pressures on you, or did it feel very? No, different no, no. It's, it's just it, basically you've got, you've got, you've got, you know, you've got we you've got a bigger budget than you have in many independent movies, you know, and you've got uh, you've got the resources, you've got the resources of a big, you know, a, you know, a big major budget film, you know what I mean? But it's just the digital process leads to entirely different things, you know what I mean? And uh, but I mean, in terms of the form, it's brilliant to, to be working in. Like a potentially forty-hour movie or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just wonderful as a writer and, a and as a director. Pardon? And a massive potential audience as well. It's not. That's not as important, you know. I mean, I don't know how big the audiences are for these things in America. It's these cable shows, you know. 25 to 30 million. I wrote, I wrote a feature film script, so yeah. And what was the process then of changing it uh, from the feature to, it's in some way stretch it out to do Basically, it? you take page one to ten and make it into 40 pages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> almost like that, yeah. And you say, so well... Would that be like the first 20 minutes of, of the movie version you had? Be the first 10 minutes, probably. Yeah. yeah. I, it, it just yeah. It suited, it, it kind of suited a subject, a historical subject. You know, um, the only equivalent I could think of was Michael Collins, you know, mm. whereas to get the movie made I had to take, I'd written out, written an entire <coughs> sequence, a 20 minute sequence about the treaty debates in London and all that, you know. And for pressures of time, time mainly and budget, you can't afford to do those things, you know. Whereas on, on a format like this, you can actually, I'm not saying do justice to the history because, you know, there's a fair amount of that that is invented, but you can actually do justice to the characters, you know, and you can. You know, you can expand the satisfaction of the story. For example, the papal election in the movies in the movie script would have perhaps been a montage that would last yeah. mm. half a minute, whereas you can turn it into a major sequence. You know. Do you ever say that as well? As though some of that actually I thought, even Pardon? though some of that I actually thought, even though it is television, it yeah. actually still moved very quickly. You know, the story kind of perhaps it yeah. didn't it didn't mess around. You know, kind of yeah, no, hit I the spots which was good as well. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, most a lot of features now are like. They're worse than cinema, aren't they? Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? A lot, a yeah. lot of the, the, the good cable stuff you see in America on television is better than, you know, is what yeah. cinema used to oh, be. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't yeah, think yeah. It's, it's, it's not, it's cinematic doesn't apply to cinema anymore, I don't think, mm. really, in a way. Yeah. How do you feel you're writing long dialogue scenes, which you did in this, which you don't normally do, do you? I have, I don't know, I haven't had the opportunity before. Yeah. I loved it. I loved it, yeah, yeah. 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 Just expanding, really, on, on you know, on uh, the characters, it's like writing a big, big novel. Yeah. You know. So you write all the you write all the screenplays, and then you're uh, you're directing the opening two mm. segments of the story. Was it an odd feeling then, having over the? It was very strange. Yeah, having other directors come and do it. Yeah, very strange. And the the, the looking the over their shoulders, going, yeah, don't do that. Well, you <laughs> can't say you can't say that to someone who's directed. You can't. You just can't actually. You, you, you can't say you can't you can't say like you're you're. You know. You can you can say, you can have meetings with them and say, look, you know, you 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 you've, the acting isn't as intense or something. You can say stuff like that. But the only thing I found, we had great directors. We had a guy called Simon Kellen Jones. We had we had John Maybury, 
with a guy called Jeremy Podeswa. But the only thing they weren't good at was um, violence, you know. They weren't good at the kind of, what would you describe it as, like um, a dynamic kind of action-based stuff maybe. set, yeah. you, you know what I mean, like where mm. I had to reshoot some of that stuff myself, you know, this. but you, not, not that you saw here, but in later episodes. How was it working with Jeremy? Great, wonderful, yeah, yeah, great. He's, you know, we he it expanded as yeah. we went through it and... He was, he's a very intelligent actor, yeah, he's one of yeah. the best actors around, I think. Yeah. yeah. If you'd have shot it as a feature instead of for television, how different would it have looked? This? Oh, it would have looked the same. You, but not, not, it wouldn't have looked, <laughs> you would have seen it, you would have seen it in a cinema, and you would never have seen it in those circumstances, you know what I mean? the compositions? Oh, no, 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 it would have probably been, uh, probably not as good, really, in terms of compositions. I mean, there would have been much more exteriors, I suppose. You know, we would have done quite a bit of work in Italy, perhaps. You know, and uh, though given the way features are now, I'm sure we would have ended up in probably Romania rather than Hungary. You know, it's like it's. Uh, Is it entirely shot in in Hungary? Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, it's shot in the sound stages. Where, you know, in the back lot that we built. And um, I, I don't know if if we shot if I shot it as a feature. Uh, I don't know. It would, it would have been a different animal entirely. I mean, maybe I'll make it when, if you know, if they want to do more seasons of it. Maybe I'll make a feature of it. Maybe people will say, "Hey, why don't you make a movie out of that TV thing?" You know, that's what they do a lot, isn't it? Irony, you know. <coughs> do you have enough time when you're doing it? In television, tends to be very pressurized in terms of time. Sure. No, that was exhausting. Yeah. Was it yeah. different from? It was two weeks per episode. Is there two weeks? Two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two week two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, I mean, it's four, it's four weeks. Wow. Just four weeks to shoot that. Oh, yeah. Four weeks to shoot. For seven episodes. Yeah. Nine in this case. We had an extra week. What's the TV hours? Is it 45 minutes? Yeah, two weeks. Yeah, 52. 45 between 45 and 52. For US. Yeah. That's really fast. Yeah. What? That's really fast. Yeah. Did you always work with an interesting cameraman in your features? Was that something, I mean, because of the speed of this, did you. There's a guy called Paul Sorossi. He's very good. Canadian. Canadian. He's, he's done a lot of Adam McGowan's movies. and um, done TV I don't think... Well, everybody's done TV. And so every camera very small. He was yeah. mainly featured for him. Yeah. But, but not, not he did The Sweet Hereafter. Yeah. He did, um, <coughs> you know, he did, he did a lot of really, really good movies. And he's a film cameraman, you know what I mean? And he, I think this was the first time to work in those digital yeah. cameras. Yeah, it was. <coughs> have, any, have you worked with... with, with those Genesis cameras or the red cameras or yeah. yeah. Who's worked with the red cameras? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, what amazed me was the fact that the so this the the the, the latitude of what you call the negative is so limited, you know. And uh, if you sh- what burns out quite quick. Well, I mean, if 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 you're shooting towards windows and all that, the, just the, just the, the window blows out, yeah. you know. So you have to build up all the light. And so it's like working on a film. But twenty years ago, you know, so yeah. it's very strange. What you overlay? When it turns what? to black and when mm. it turns to white. Basically, you could light. be in here and you'd, you 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 would have to provide very little light, but that over there, that wall would totally blow out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Stuff mm. like that. It's, and it's so it, it hasn't got the tolerance for, you know, for for variations and you know. Kind of what do you then? You overlight the whole thing? Then, really? Well, you have to light. You yeah. have to put a lot of light inside if you're sitting yeah. outside, like you used to in you know in the old seven four seven stock or whatever yeah, it was called. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know. So it's not necessarily quicker to shoot digitally. No, no, it's not quicker. It's better on steady cam because you don't have to keep reloading. 
simply that, mm -hmm. you know. But I'm sure I'm sure there's like they they did uh, <coughs> David Fincher did the social network on digital too, you know. So I mean, it's not quicker, but it's um, it's the way forward. It's cheaper. Well, it's the only way mm -hmm. possible. It'll soon be the only way possible, won't it? It's cheaper. Well, certainly, with tell what. It is cheaper. Because of all the yes. post-production process, mm -hmm. yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. yeah. it is. What's that? There's, there's a flexibility in post in terms of what you can do to the image. No, not really. No, it's you exactly the same. It's, it's, it's not, you just don't have to keep printing, and you yeah. don't have to, you don't have to, if you're doing effects work, you don't have to play out onto, yeah. you know, on, you digital, know, you, don't, you don't have to do effects work? Enormous amount, yeah, huge yeah. amount. <coughs> yeah, yeah. The crowd scenes, Neil, were they digitally? They were all expa uh, digitally expanded, and all the sets were digitally enhanced, and all the really, yeah. the interior of St. Peter's was digitally. So a couple of big, big crowd scenes. How many? How did you do that? How many we had about 200, 300 extras. So all crowd duplication. Yeah. There's crowd duplication. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's 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 digital stuff. There's digital manipulation all over the place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What did that take to do? That's they they did it all in Canada. Uh huh. But it was all storyboarded, you know. So we oh, yeah. built. So did a we built kind of thing. Did no, 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 no. We yeah. built the sets, yeah. and uh, each set that was built, you know, I had a series of drawings done showing mm -hmm. what what the expansions mm -hmm. of, the, of them should be. So there was an enormous amount of green screen everywhere, and mm -hmm. you know, so the directors knew exactly when they pointed the camera in this direction what they would see, yeah. you know. And mm -hmm. there were modular kind of units that we shifted around mm -hmm. and all that mm -hmm. such stuff. You know. like being on set visual effects supervisor. Yeah. Absolutely. Was it continued the same cameraman shoot all episodes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. I don't know how he did it, but he did it. No. What was the total duration of the nine weeks or the nine series? Uh, t Twenty weeks. Twenty weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And all shot together on one after the other. Continuously. Yeah. 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 Was there a second unit? Yeah. Yes. Was, yeah. 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 There was. Yeah. So what you shot was? nine? You shot nine episodes, yeah. and they air as nine episodes, and then mm -hmm. you see it as a... Like They're going to air as a, a, a movie of the week, kind of, to, for want okay. of a better word, and yeah. then eight episodes after that. Oh, yeah. Did, did or, sorry, seven, seven episodes. Pilot's always two anyway, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Double, yeah. yeah. No, but not always. Quite often, though. Quite often, I think, yeah. I did, don't know. Did Tony Lawson just cut your two, or did he stay... Tony's there? cut these two, and he's a supervising editor for the whole, for the rest. You know. It's really... Well edited. Yeah, I think so. It's a very good editor. Yeah. Style and yours. Very good. Will yeah. it go out of that length, Neil? Hmm? Yes, 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 yes. For the first, that's the first. Yeah, yeah. That'll, that'll be shown in two weeks' time, is it? Because there's yeah. so much set up in that, isn't there, really? Yeah. I think it's better yeah. to kind of have those two together. Yeah. Two yeah, no, they were good as two separate episodes, too, you know. Really? Yeah, very yeah. good, yeah. 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 I would have wanted to go on and see the rest of it. Yeah. I think that's the intention, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't want to see the rest of it, you're in trouble. Is it going to be broken up by any commercial breaks? No. Is it? Uh, no, 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 unless it's on them. Um, I mean, it's uh, not on Sky Atlantic. If it doesn't. Network, it will. On network. So where's it going to air in two weeks? In Showtime in America. In Showtime. Showtime. Yeah. Could like you talk a bit about the casting, maybe, and just Jeremy Irons and what point he came on and how that Jer Jer Jeremy came out at the very start. There was a guy called Robert Greenblatt who ran the network, and um, he was trying to make his mind up. DreamWorks, you know, kind of an initiated it, and he was trying to make his mind up whether he'd do it or not. And he said, "Look, if," uh, and I proposed Jeremy Irons to him, and he said, "If if you if you get him, that might make me." commissioned the whole thing, you know, so I showed it to Jeremy and spoke to him and 
Jeremy was a bit worried that he's because the real Rodrigo Borgia was quite a fat, bulbous man, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, not really fat, but he was a porky kind of guy. And uh, Jeremy thought he was physically wrong for it, you know. And um, I just said, look, it's about power. It's about religion, you know. It's not about guys fat or thin, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's about this character who, uh, manip- you know, who kind of buys his way into this thing and then is overwhelmed by the sense of majesty that he's fallen into, you know, that kind of thing. If, if, if that's what it becomes about, you play it brilliantly. If it's about a guy who's been fat, you would play it very well. <laughs> <laughs> so he said he'd do it. <laughs> Something like that. So. It's great casting, I think. He's, I think he's wonderful, yeah. yeah he's, a, he's a great actor and he's... Also, he's an actor who's... Um, It's like the opportunities for him in films are so limited at the moment. You know, everyone remembers him now as the voice of Scar, don't mm. they? In the Lion King. <laughs> and they don't, if you, if you talk about Klaus von Bülow, they don't even know who you're talking about. I mean, nobody's yeah. seen what's, what's that film you did? Reverse, reverse Diversion, Diversion 14. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he, uh, you, know, you know what I mean? So he's kind of been underused by the. It, whatever c- the industry of cinema is here at the moment, you know, and you know, we just went for it, and he really enjoyed when you it. When you say it was originally at DreamWorks, obviously that was as a feature. DreamWorks commissioned me to write it. They, they asked me, did I want to write a script about Lucrezia Borgia, or make yeah. a movie about Lucrezia Borgia? And they had a script, and I said I'd like to do a, a script about the whole family. So they commissioned me to write a separate script called about the Borgia family as, as a whole, and they read it, and they just thought it was too. I think actually. They, they just thought it was too brutal. I asked, I actually asked uh, the woman who runs DreamWorks, it's called Stacy Snyder, and I asked them would they have a look at it again about a year and a half ago, and Steven Spielberg read it and he said, why don't we try and do a cab- cable series on it? And that's when I began to write the first of these two episodes. Mm-hmm. And began to enjoy it really. I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, was that uh, was it a surprise for you when he suggested it, or was it? Uh, no, I just thought it was a great idea. You know, because I've been watching The Wire and Sopranos, and you know, I'd. Uh, I'd been thinking about. Well, I'd, to work at that length is is, is yeah. wonderful. It's absolutely yeah. wonderful. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just great. You know. And if it goes well, is there the intention to do a second series or? Is yeah, they're, they're, they've already, they've asked me to write more scripts. Oh, okay. And would you do it? Would you, would you oh yeah! Oh, well, I'm going to do this until they all die. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! That could take years. What? No, take <laughs> no. four years. That's a lot of. Se- that's four years. What? That's four years. No, no. This is desi- this is designed to for four for 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 forty hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was that mapped out? Right. What? Was that mapped out in terms of the? Yeah, I, I had to map it all out. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah. yeah! That's what I want to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, in in, in terms of, um, I mean, if they said we only want to do twelve of them. I could have reduced it to that extent, I suppose. But you know, the the, the uh, plan is to do it for for uh, you know for four more years, which would well, mean it'd be forty hours. Build so many characters. Yeah, you can build really characters up, and you can yeah, you can have a lot of fun. You know. Can you talk a bit about the rehearsal process, about how you build characters and scenes? The rehearsal process for this, yeah, it was none. <laughs> it wasn't time. Uh, there was a bit, actually, there was, there was, it was about a week, a week, a week perhaps. Yeah. What do you, you do know? when you've got one week of rehearsal and, uh, and all that story? You, 
kind of well they all spend time getting into the characters and if it's historical they all read all the books about the characters mm. and they all think the whole series is about them you know that kind of thing <laughs> like the guy who plays Micheletto began to read all about it and all that and I don't know they were great actors you choose great actors mm. if you choose good actors you can't you, it's hard to go wrong you know and um, it's um, it's a different rhythm you know it's a, it really is mm. a different rhythm but it, it, it showed me I, in very many ways it's very refreshing because you do enormous stuff you know you go in the morning and you have to do huge stuff and then you know you have a cup of tea and you have to do some more huge stuff you know you're not waiting around for to turn over by 12 o'clock you know yeah. all the elements are going yeah. into place and all that you know it just it, 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 it works to a different rhythm you know any stage near last to use American actors well Colin Fiore is, is a Canadian actor oh is he yeah yeah and the British. Yeah, well, that's what I decided. I know I decided they would all speak. I mean, I didn't want them putting out Italian accents. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, the simplest thing really is just to have them speak, you know, receive. Yeah, and there, there is a French invasion, and the people who come in from France, uh, you know, they're mainly cast with French actors, so they speak with French accents. Mm. But, I mean, to me, there's nothing worse than uh, hearing people put on accents, mm. you know. Oh, yeah. Because they would have all been speaking Latin. And the Borgias themselves would have been speaking Spanish or Catalan, you know, and... Mel Gibson would have been speaking Latin, Pardon? Mel Gibson well, he would have gotten a bit confused because <laughs> there would have been about four or five different languages going on, you know. <laughs> I don't you know. know. And, um, you know, it's, uh, nothing wrong with English. No, 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 it's very clear. I love the actual choice of the music at the opening, and then to hear that he was a Spaniard. Yes, heard the, yes. Know, the, the Spanish yeah. and everything else was right. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. See, like your dialogue that you wrote, the way you wrote it was lovely because it wasn't modern and it wasn't archaic. It just seemed to hit the right note. Yeah, mm. yeah, well, it's kind of. Have you ever read Machiavelli? The Girl of the Prince? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They speak in this, you know, totally dispassionate, highly ironic way, you know, which is kind of wonderful, really. And, you know, but if I did a lot of research on the Castiglione, the courtier, you know, there's a lot of. Um, a lot of kind of uh, high irony going around in the way they. There's a formality is between the people. Which yeah, you I think so. Yeah. Try to represent them, which mm. is good. Mm. Yeah. But you can't go too much, too far into that with modern audience, can you? What's that? You can't be too formal in, in the way people dress themselves. No, perhaps not. Yeah. But you, you didn't. I mean, nobody said to us, you, you, you have to make the dialogue more stupid, you know. The assassin character, he's mm. he's brilliant, doesn't he? Yeah, he's an actor called Sean Harris. Yeah, where did you find him? <coughs> he was in, um, he's in Red Riding. He's in Red Riding, yeah. yeah. And uh, he's in um, the new uh, version of the uh, Brighton Rock. Okay. He's a great actor, but Micheletto is a great character. Yeah. If you read anything about the Borgia family, he's this legendary assassin, and he. You know, as as the story goes on, he ends up, he garrots people, mm-hmm. you know, and he ends up using the same garrot on multiple groups of people and stuff like that. He gets very cruel. And I, I, I think the series is more about cruelty than sexuality, mm-hmm. really. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, it feels like it's about power. Power and cruelty, yeah, I think, yeah. yeah but yeah. It's, I, I know what you're saying, you know, you think the Borges, and there's a sort of Ken Russell kind of association there. <laughs> That's laughable, though, isn't it? That it yeah, yeah, that it could become a bit yeah, kind of non mm. But I, I did wonder about that in relation because obviously there's a there's a wealth of material, and clearly you, you, you know you sexual material, and also did a lot of research. 
yeah. how free you felt, uh, because you have to invent uh, in order to bring it to life. Well, you don't have to invent that. The character that Simon McBurney plays is a character called Johannes Burkhardt, mm -hmm. and he, he was the... Uh, uh, I've, I've made him a kind of a kind of a canon lawyer, but he actually he, he was the bursar of the Vatican, and he kept a book, you know, and he wrote down every every piece of expenditure. <coughs> he did he did actually describe that evening of the banquet of chestnuts or whatever it's called, you know, and he he kind of itemized every little bit that was spent on the chestnuts and all the such stuff and all the prostitutes that had to be paid and stuff of like this. And, you know, there's a lot of information there. There is, yeah, a lot. You know, and there's a lot around the rest of Italy. You know, around other. You know, a lot of stuff about Florence and the Medici's and all that. You know. I mean, you could keep reading for years, really, mm. on this stuff. Mm. You know. And did you have any kind of touchstones in terms of the kind of storytelling style, like, like the Godfather or anything like that, in terms of the? Not really. No, no. I mean, that that's that's one way of selling it, isn't it? By saying it's kind of like the Godfather. Just the power of the family and. The yeah, but if you try sense of family, yeah. yeah, of course. But if you tried to make these characters like the characters of the Godfather, like Fredo and Michael Corleone, it wouldn't it wouldn't work really because there's not the equivalent of you know the good person who marry who wants who joins the army and then becomes a monster. It, 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 it's not an exact parallel, you know. Mm -hmm. You know, except the fact that there's a family and you're interested in them as a family, really. You know. Mm -hmm. But we didn't. Uh, Want to approximate the, stay, the style of the Godfather and that. More, more Renaissance paintings of the period, you know, that uh, um, are more, more kind of. Uh, there's a certain manga sense to the, uh, to the colors and the, you know, certain kind of. I don't know quite how to describe it. It's like a science fiction version of the, what the Vatican would have been like, you know, because <laughs> I, it's, you know, because it sparkles. Mm. You know, yeah. and it's there's something slightly new about it. You know, and it's all at the same time. It's not like Lorraine Margot or hmm? kind of period movies that are gritty and down and dirty. It's got a kind oh. of a, a luster. Yeah, it's yeah, it's word, got a sparkle you know I mean? to it. It's got a sign. I think I would call it a science fiction. Almost a, like it. I could imagine a comic strip. You know, a very beautifully drawn comic strip yeah. based on some of those. Sequences where they were voting or where they were walking down the corridors and all that, you know. And um, storyboard much or a storyboard? It's everything that involved that was to involve the visual effects. Right. So everything that every set that was half built, you know, where we couldn't afford the rest of the set, had to storyboard what what the rest of the set would look like. Mm -hmm. So we came up with large conceptual drawings, and you know, we uh, you know would examine different possibilities with the different directors as to what they could do, you know. Right. But How far this series will actually go in, in the story of the project? It'll go to when, when the Pope dies. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. So, so series two is some taking over. Uh, no, yeah, he meant the first season. <coughs> oh, the first season. Yeah, 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 Sorry. Yeah, yeah. The first season goes up to the car that French cardinal, Della Rovere. Yeah. He uh, leaves when he spits on the ground. Mm -hmm. He leaves and he didn't actually spit. He couldn't get any. any <laughs> 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 but he leaves and he uh, goes off to. Uh, he travels around, he travels down to Naples, and he introduces you into a whole different set okay. of dynastic families. He travels down to Naples, and you meet King Ferranti of Naples and his rather strange son. Okay. And King Ferranti had a private torture chamber at the bottom of his castle, you know. And then he travels to Florence, so you meet the Medici's, and you meet Machiavelli, and you meet Savonarola, and then he travels to Milan. Who plays Machiavelli? 
Uh, oh, <laughs> who plays Machiavelli? Julian Bleach. Uh, sorry, Julian Bleach is his name, yeah. Mm. Julian Bleach. That's you, oh, I yeah. didn't recognise you there. Hiya, oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> yeah. And he tra- what does he do then? He, uh, he goes to uh, Milan and he meets the Milanese sports as a guy called Giovanni, or sorry, uh, Il Moro, what's his name? Um, what was his name? Anyway, the sports prince who runs Milan. Okay. Then he eventually goes to France and he meets the king of France, who was a hunchback and a yeah, weird yeah. guy. And uh, <coughs> what? Ludovic Sforza. Ludovico Sforza. Ludovico Sforza. He meets yeah. Ludovico Sforza in Milan, and uh, he eventually goes to fr- France. And uh, France had just fought a battle with the uh, with Britain, you know, a thirty years battle or something like that, you know, and they had enormous cannon that they used to use and uh, they didn't use, they didn't tend to, the, the kind of battles they had in Italy with Condiatori and all that sort of stuff with all the, among all the city-states, they were more like, they were more like ritualized kind of um, displays yeah. of, of warfare rather than actual warfare. So De La Rovere invites this French army in with these enormous cannon and they just blast the shit out of everything they see, you know, and they terrify the whole of Italy and he brings them all the way down to Rome. Um, he hopes this French king will depose the Portuguese Pope. I mean, he brings this enormous army into Rome. The Pope manages to help him, you know. And uh, so the French armies move through Rome down towards Naples, but they don't depose the Pope. So in the end, Jeremy is left sitting there having survived this huge, this huge onslaught to his papacy. You know. So, I mean, the, the next, nine, next eight episodes are all about him surviving yeah. the prize that he's gotten, basically, you know. James, do you want to talk a little bit? You're very quiet. But do you want to talk a little bit about your experience on the film? Yeah. Um, well, I, I suppose just—I mean—I can just give you a, a sense of um, the setup of these things um, for, for anyone who wants to know um, the, the, the process, the speed of the, the, that these things happen. It is amazing because, like, this project wouldn't have been greened until January the twelfth. That's what's known as the TCA last year, two thousand and ten, at the TCA conference. So Neil would have been pitching it for three or four months before, sort of, uh, well, would, probably a year before, but it would have been kind of on an agenda, but it wouldn't have actually, they wouldn't have announced it until the 12th of January. And it's this conference where all the TV series, like um, Shameless and um, Sopranos, and ev- everybody turns up, and in two weeks, all the American critics get into a room in a hotel, and they watch everything, uh, the, the pilot episodes of every series, and, and they meet all the cast and crew, and they interview them, and, the, and it's, it's, it's a very intense two weeks, incredibly, sounds great, but incredibly demanding for these people who have to literally watch you know hours and hours each day of television and, 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 and uh, it's a giant press junket and, and every broadcaster on every cable network wants to announce uh, w- wants to announce something and, and Borges was the big announcement last year so they, they announced it there last year at January were, were, you, were you there were you no 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 but, but I was aware they were going to and um, th- I mean the big issue literally from that moment uh, there, there was there was only in existence two scripts so mm. and there was a shoot date uh, with no sets built or anything like that, so that there was a real scramble that we had to get the sets up and the costumes made before, um, and you know, episodes in the can, literally before the end of the year, so it can go out in April. So it would have been a big scramble, and, and January and February would have been spent with myself and Showtime executives travelling to. Uh, well, we looked at Ireland as a possibility. We looked at Spain, uh, in you know, in, in Alicante and the Valencian region. And you looked at Italy, didn't you? We went to you Italy. thought about Italy. We thought about Italy. We looked at Dubrovnik. And uh, you know, literally, hung- hungry for for a number of reasons, hungry proved the best bet. So li- it wasn't until the end of February that we locked in hungry, and literally the following week, they would have been over 
and we would have been you know talking about building sets and uh, so it was a real scramble to get the sets up in time and like it is amazing literally in the space of 12 weeks to why hungry James well well, well, well well a number of reasons yeah I mean the the, the sheer I mean to give an example on <coughs> the, the sets on Borgia in terms of sound stages we would have had three times the quantity that we would have had on Tudors so uh, the, the, the the money definitely does go a, a lot further in Hungary um, there's a tax deal for television in Hungary which there isn't in Spain uh, and there isn't in Italy well, there was so a great studio there's a, there's a, yeah. a purpose built studio called yeah. the Porta Studios which is and they've got about eight sound stages don't they, they it's they, phenomenal they allowed us to use them all so. and, and, and there was another angle as well I mean, I mean obviously you know we had to say you know, creatively can we do it here and then there was another day that, that particular studio were actually looking at building a renaissance set to attract different movies so there was there's quite a few factors and um I mean, then of course you have you do have the heat in the summer that you wouldn't have here, for example. So you do have that hot look that, that Showtime would have called it the hot look. Oh. Uh, it was incredibly hot in July and August, and then we we actually ended up the last few days filming in the snow. So uh, it, it, uh, literally a range of seasons. So um, it, it would be just very you know you talk about a year ago nothing existed, and now, and now there's these sets, there's these costumes, and there's nine hours there. That's what I found. Quite incredible about it. That sounds fine. Yeah, yeah no, it is. Budget in terms of budget, with yeah. some extra time, is yeah. there a particular budget per episode? There is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I can tell you broadly. I mean, basically, the 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 the, 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 the estimate for something like this, they want to always come in at around for ten hours about forty million dollars, and that 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 you have to get that number. And the television has changed a lot in terms of financing. It, it, it used to be that you know, HBO or Showtime or BBC would write a check. It's, it's there's a different structure now. It's like it is more like financing independent movies. The distributor will put up about sixty five percent of the money with advances against America, advances against the rest of the world, and it's you have like to pre sales. Like pre sales, and then you have to cobble the rest together with a tax deal with the Canadian advance. So we would we would have had structured this as an official Irish Hungarian Canadian co production, and we would have had investment from Canada. We would have had a Canadian content requirement. And Colin Fiore is Canadian. We've had a couple of Canadian directors. We've had Canadian visual effects. Canadian, Canadian designer. Canadian designer. Canadian DOP. Canadian. And the tax comes in because they're Canadian citizens and stuff. It does. It does. And well, then no, no, no. James would say to me, you know, it'd be good to 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 to, to have one or two HDs from Canada. Yeah. yeah so exactly. I I go over there and meet yeah. some brilliant people. And no, say, well, yeah, you, 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 yeah. I mean, he's great people there. Yeah. You'd be, yeah, yeah, sure. you'd be yeah. told like he would have known. He would have had either the DOP or the designer would have had to be Canadian. He would have known that up front. As it happened, he, he hired two because he creatively they stacked up. Yeah, okay. So um, and you have to have a twenty percent Canadian spend. So there's all there's all these kind of there's a structure so in place. There's a lot involved in just getting that done. Th there is, there is. Yeah, it was before shooters, didn't you? Yes, yeah, yeah. It was a simple, it was an official yeah. Irish Canadian co-production, and uh, so there was that, that that was a whole parallel element that was happening all the all the way. I mean, there was no, for example, there was no treaty in Canada, to, so, so we had to go to the sorry in Hungary. So we had to go to the government in Hungary to get them to change their rules so that they would have a treaty with Ireland and Canada. So, and, and I mean, you actually go and say, look, if you want this to come here, you're going to have to do this. That would take so, some doing. It's yeah, they were very, I mean, the authorities there, I mean, Hungary is, uh, I mean, it reminds me of Michael D. And the, I mean, I mean, the, <laughs> the sheer, the sheer, the sheer. It was Michael D. there, there was it? It, it was, effectively, yeah, they're very, they're very, um, yeah. very hungry for a bit. Of <laughs> and uh, so, um, yeah. But yeah, no, the, 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 there's a kind of, there is a, you hate talking about a formula, but there's a certain r rules of engagement are $40 million, and you've got to stick to that. Okay. Um, as a, we actually came in at 
yeah, about thirty eight and a half. Oh, um, so we got a dinner. Yeah, well, we, well, we had nine. Well, actually, we had nine hours. That's what. Yeah. What did you do with that money? Sorry. What did you do with it? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we did. We ended up doing nine rather than ten because we didn't have the time to do oh, that. And um, but like we came within the range, which uh, and then the other sort of idea is they wanted to do you know two weeks for an episode, so a block which is two episodes is four weeks, and then the other thing is in a block, and that's what's inefficient. I mean, ideally, like in a movie, you can sort of say, okay, we'll do this bit at the end. This. We go, but but you have to kind of keep going back to a location because yeah. they want to see oh, the full right. episodes, and that's very frustrating because yeah. it's not that's not efficient. But they want to do of the four weeks, which is the two episodes, <coughs> it's three weeks interior, and then they one week, a maximum of one week exterior. But what, it, what what ends up? It's very. Str- I couldn't work it out because it's like I was saying. Okay, if this is a film, I wouldn't have half as many sets to shoot on. Mm. And when I was shooting those two episodes, I was suddenly when you do it, you realize so that they've built. The whole thing for nine episodes. Do you understand yeah. what I mean? So, as a director for the two, first two I did, you, in a strange way, you have an enormous amount of play with. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you'd never be able to build the amount of stuff that we built yeah. for those two episodes. It would cost about yeah. forty million dollars on a movie. Yeah. It, it, it's yeah. hard. The, the, the equation is just totally different. You know, mm-hmm. and mainly because you have to work so fast. You know, and the longer it goes, the more efficiencies there are. So, if you do get into a second season, which is based on reviews and ratings. Um, you know, th- it actually gets cheaper as it goes along because the sets are built and are amortized over the four years. The costumes exist. Um, so, um, obviously, separate to you know the Borges in future, would you do television again? No, no. I do. I do this. I wouldn't. Yeah. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't like be anxious. I, uh, you'd have to. You'd have to really want to do it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I mean. Yeah. I mean. Uh, and what kind of? What you know? Well, I would. I, I don't know really. I, I would come up with an idea for it or something mm. like that, but. Uh, I mean that w- that was enormous amount of work for an entire year. Yeah. You know, it took it took the whole of last year. Yeah. Doing nothing else. I was I was meant to be doing another movie actually. Yeah. Okay. Was it, yeah. Was unique about this as well? Um, is uh, again in American television is stop me if I'm preaching diverted. There's the person. It's an interesting that the showrunner mm. is 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 effectively the writer slash creative producer, yeah. who who is empowered more so than the other directors who are hired. Mm-hmm. So Neil was the official showrunner of the series. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And like I mean, if you look at um, West Wing, you think of Aaron Sorkin. Mm. If you think of L.A. Law, you think of uh, David Kelly, mm. and you know History Blues, Stephen Bucko. So uh, you know the, the the writer is actually the writer is actually in charge of the series, and the directors, you know, despite being highly capable, are people who you hire to execute the writer's yeah, of vision. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's that was um, so that Neil was actually it's very did, strange. He yeah. didn't yeah. just write all nine. He actually, he actually yeah. creatively produced the other episodes as well, mm. and had to supervise the directors. Mm. And that, and that's you know that, that's there's a lot of just an awful lot, very intense period. James, can I ask you from a, a business point of view, is there another Borges project on the planet? There, there, there is. There's, um, Who's Spiegel, is it? Yeah, there's a project. Uh, I don't think they've finished that. They're still shooting. Yeah, they're another two weeks to go. I'm, I'm so tempted to go over to the, a lot of the sets <laughs> in Prague. But ba- basically, um, there was a guy, a brilliant writer called Tom Fontana, who I think he wrote St. Elsewhere, I think. But he's he a very wrote, established. He wrote Oz. Oh, hmm? Yeah, he wrote Oz. Yeah. So he wrote us as well, yeah. Um, so he, yeah, he, he he's written a series which originally was developed by HBO, and then they they did. Was that developed by HBO? Originally, Chris Albrecht and HBO developed it. Mm. He's in Stars now, and basically HBO didn't finance it, but they had a. It doesn't have the amazing thing, and it is what, it, like it's an amazing feat for them to pull off. They don't have an American broadcaster behind them, so. So I, do this one? Can I? Can I? are standing behind it and. I, you know, I, d- I probably don't have an enormous amount of money. 
No, they don't, they have good directors, but I don't think they don't have any stars. In it. That, the that same director, this guy Oliver Hirsch. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He did the first. He's the showrunner, and he did the first two episodes. But he didn't write. Oh no, I think he directed the whole lot, didn't he? No, no, no. I know. I, know, Der- I think. Der- 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 yeah, yeah. yeah no, there's no good directors yet. Yeah. <coughs> he didn't write it. No, Tom Fatana wrote it. Though. So mm. I think he and Hirsch Bigler got. This the same creative muscle, clearly. Well, no, they read his scripts, the Showtime people, and they just didn't want to make them. Really, you, know, so. you don't know. Is that the same story? It is the same story. Well, the same story. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone can make that story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's two, two hundred. There's been operas written about this story. And yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, Alexander Dumas. I was just wondering when you're talking about, uh, you know, pitching it and, and finding the finance. Well, there's there's actually four of them. There was one made in Spain about four years ago called Las Bocas. Yeah, 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 and there is another one. Titanic there's a famous one made in the BBC, yeah. which yeah. almost killed BBC television yeah. drama forever. Yeah. But it had the next James Bond guy play the Pope or something, didn't he? <laughs> so, you know, some yeah, you know, I remember James Bond, Bond villain. Was that the 80s. And Orson Welles has played Cesare Borgia in a movie called The Silver Fox, yeah. which was not he very. He was a fat man, didn't he? No, he, he wasn't that fat, actually. You know? no, he no. played Cesare, not, not, not Rodrigo. Oh, I see. No, yeah, I see. Cesare, yeah. It just proves it's not the story, it's the story. Mm. I don't know, really. <laughs> Orson Welles, you know, he would have been a good Pope, wouldn't he? <laughs> oh, yeah. He would have been great. Yeah, good. Yeah. But it's, you know, I mean, if you ever got the opportunity to, you know, to write and direct a series for American cable television, I would say do it, because mm. it's a very interesting thing to do, you know. But if you get second series, is that going to dominate the next year? You know. Well, I'm, I'm hoping I'm trying to do a movie next year, so right. so we're trying to work it out. So. Have you planned or something? Yeah, yeah, so one or two something else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like. Can you tell us? No, no, <laughs> no. Sorry, yeah, but it's it's just it's just I've I've asked them. I will do we do it again? But can we? Can can one not have to be hungry all the time? That's all. Mm-hmm. Now, hungry is a fine place. Probably place. But we got scrape. What? <laughs> but we got scrape. <laughs> no, also, no, it's also to, uh, I mean, I wrote those four, nine episodes very quickly because I got so yeah. excited yeah. about the whole process of doing it, you know. And uh, I've begun to write the, the next one for the next season, as they're called, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm beginning to get excited about it again, actually. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. but I did say, look, is, is it, if you want to proceed with it, there's one, one, one uh, kind of structure where I would do the, what I did the last mm. time. There's another structure where I, w- I would share those duties with the writer director, you know, which yeah, yeah. Yeah, a very good guy I've worked with before. So we would probably try and work it out that way. Oh, that's really yeah. interesting. Yeah. So there'll be two writer directors making the series. The next season of it, yeah. But that's—I mean, normally they—normally they have teams of five and six writers, and you know. But is that not different from from two writer directors? Well, no, no. I mean, we do it again. There'll be ten episodes. Yeah, so we need five directors. I'll oh, be, right, one, I'll be one of those. Okay, yeah. This other guy will direct. Will, will, will direct two. To, 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 you know, he direct yeah. a block as well, yeah. mm-hmm. and he'll write two or three, and I write five, and you know, so we'll, we'll just do it together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How did you uh, casting ones that were the other directors? And you mentioned that some were obviously Canadian, like Jeremy. Yeah. Something like John Mabry is kind of an interesting choice. Yeah, well, I asked for John Mabry. Okay, yeah. And the other directors were suggested by them. 
that's isn't that, that's in words. That, that yeah. that's you know they they because I'd never done television before. They said we want, and they were good guys. You know, yeah. Simon Cullen Jones really good. He's he's done episodes of Treme, it's called, and he's done episodes of Border Empire. And yeah, and friends and yeah. Yeah. yeah, and um, Jeremy Podesta was done feature films. You know, Pacific. Yeah. yeah, he did Pacific. They all seem to have worked on on Band of Brothers. You know, so mm-hmm. so uh, you know they were they were good. But I mean, we did I did we did suggest. I mean, John was the most adventurous yeah. of, this, of the suggestions we had. There were others that, that they, they, did, they didn't want to kind of countenance you. Know. But in the end, I think... If the same lighting cameraman is there, you know, after we'd done the first two episodes, they knew, they knew the kind of composition <coughs> thing I was looking for, and they knew, and, you know, he'd set the tones of his lighting and stuff like that. So there was a bit of a language there to, 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 keep, mm. to keep the continuity going. Yeah. When have you shown this part of the world? Uh, I think September or something on Sky Atlantic. Yeah. Where they show all these right. things now. So. All right. Okay, thank you. Thanks, thank you. Thanks, thank you. Thank you for listening to STGI Directors and Dialogue. For more information on the Screen Directors Guild of Ireland, visit us at www.stgi.ie.